Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from Thursday, the 2nd of December, 2021. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. Many topics have conquered the media's agenda this week, but whether you've been offline or online, chances are you've heard about the central bank's new measures surrounding international travel. And no, we're not talking about COVID-19 restrictions. We're talking about the decision to prohibit the credit card financing of trips abroad in multiple payments. With a yearly inflation rate of 50%, Argentine citizens are no strangers to financing their purchases in 6, 12, and even 30 fixed installments, also known as quotas. Until last Thursday the 25th, brands within the tourism industry offered that same benefit. Now, it's no longer legal. Introduced in a bid to force citizens to sell their savings in dollars to pay for tickets, this new measure raised concern across the country and anger. After all, the decision was made only hours before Black Friday, which ruined most travel companies' plans for the event. Those who criticized the measure said it affects the middle-class citizens the most, as they can't finance foreign trips in one go. But Argentina's presidential spokesperson, Gabriela Ceruti, argued that the prohibition will strengthen consumption in the domestic market and therefore lead to more jobs. Although the measure is supposed to be temporary, no one was able to say how long it'll be in place. And given the unexpectedness of the resolution, most travel companies have no way of distinguishing whether a certain purchase corresponds to a service to be provided within or outside the country. So, most users will experience issues even if they're traveling locally. Speaking of travel companies, the Chilean airline LATAM Airlines Group, which filed for bankruptcy in 2020, seems to be on the right track to exit said bankruptcy. Under new ownership, Latin America's largest airline plans to raise around $5 billion by issuing shares and convertible notes to current stockholders. The deal will allow these creditors to take control of the company. By the way, Chile is still one waiting to find out who the next president will be. And while they stand by until the runoffs scheduled for mid-December, the parliament postponed a vote on a bill to legalize same-sex marriage. As unbelievable as it may sound, only a handful of countries in Latin America have legalized gay marriage, and Chile is not one of them. The only ones are Costa Rica, Ecuador, Colombia, Brazil, Uruguay, Argentina, and some Mexican states. Moving from runoffs to layoffs, it seems that the government will not extend the ban on dismissals and layoffs beyond the end of the year. According to Labor Minister Claudio Moroni, the economic situation is returning to normal and therefore this exceptional measure, which was introduced at the start of lockdown, is no longer needed. Speaking of jobs, it seems that tech is the only private industry that's gained new employees in the last three years. According to data from AFIP, the official tax agency, software jobs increased 18%, while overall private sector positions declined by 4%. Argentine startups like Uala, Tiendanube, and Satellogic are some of the ones who have created the most jobs, as well as Mercado Libre, the e-commerce giant. 
What the government desperately needs is to protect the central bank's thin dollar reserves, which is why the institution will no longer allow banks to hold net cash dollar positions at the end of a trading day. The exchange rate has weakened 65% since the start of the current administration, and it's clear they are trying to preserve the store of dollars to help defend the value of the peso. The fact that the government is still trying to reach an agreement with the IMF is no minor detail. On Sunday, the 28th, Vice President Cristina Fernandez said in an open letter that reaching said agreement is the president and the Congress's responsibility, not hers. Naturally, this is also the responsibility of Economy Minister Martin Guzman, who, by the way, was appointed to the Pontifical Academy of Social Sciences by Pope Francis. This is great for Guzman's credentials, although I doubt it'll help him reschedule repayments on Argentina's $44 billion debt and avoid default. This week, the International Economic Relations Secretary, Cecilia Tedesco, It confirmed that the government will make a $1.8 billion payment on the 18th of December. This number may seem small if we compare it to the total debt, but it could lead to net reserves being below last year's by the end of 2021, which were already worryingly low. On Saturday the 4th, officials from the government will travel to Washington to try to get a new financing program. If they do, the deal will positively impact the economy, while failing to reach an agreement will put even more strain on the weak central bank. So, fingers crossed there. Also regarding payments, starting last Monday the 29th, all QR code readers should now accept payments from any electronic wallet. If you're not familiar with how QR codes work, it's an electronic payment system in which a client scans a shop's QR code with their phone, and it automatically redirects them to their electronic wallet to complete the purchase without having to take out their credit card or use cash. This new regulation, as established by the central bank, seeks to reduce the use of cash and create a new ecosystem that unifies banks and fintech in the same scheme. In other news, The world is quite concerned with the new COVID-19 variant detected in South Africa, and Argentina is no exception. On Friday the 26th, the government introduced new rules which include the implementation of health passes for certain activities. Those who received both doses of any COVID-19 vaccine will be able to request their health pass on the Cuidar app, which will be requested to attend mass events like music concerts. Moreover, direct flights to African countries have been postponed until mid-December, and those arriving from that continent will also have to undertake 10 days of isolation. So far, Brazil is the only country in Latin America to have reported Omicron cases in two travelers arriving from South Africa, and another from Ethiopia. On that note, remember that the entire population over three years of age can now get vaccinated. In the province of Buenos Aires, anyone can approach a vaccination center without having been assigned an appointment and get their first or second shot. And, just like the pandemic is not over, neither is what the UN calls a shadow pandemic. That is, the ongoing problem 
with Gender Violence in Latin America. A study conducted by the Gender Equality Observatory indicated that more than 4,000 femicides were recorded across Latin America and the Caribbean in 2020. Argentina officially recorded 251 femicides, a number that unfortunately has not dropped a bit in the last couple of years. There's also a long way to go for livestock farming in Argentina to become sustainable, especially since market analysts and environmental organizations seem incapable of aligning. Today, the sector contributes to almost 21% of the country's total greenhouse gas emissions. And while this industry is second only to the energy sector, market analysts argue that Argentina's livestock industry is not a major emitter compared to other countries. However, livestock farming companies have been showing intentions of reducing its impact by boosting productivity and traceability. And if done right, it could become neutral or even a sector with a positive impact. Speaking of having an impact, commemorative events took place across Argentina on Thursday the 25th to honor Diego Maradona on the first anniversary of his death. Even a year after his passing, the football superstar's name continues to make the headlines as there's little clarity surrounding his cause of death. Seven caregivers have been accused of negligence and irregularities, and even his neurosurgeon is facing charges. Meanwhile, his daughters have taken the inheritance dispute to court as well. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going on in Argentina. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at argentina at rorschach.com and follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Argentina and Twitter at Rorschach underline ARG. Nos vemos el próximo jueves.